You are listening to Oh This Podcast on the Live 9 Podcast Network. This show may contain colorful language and topics. If you are sensitive to this, please be advised. Now on to the show. Welcome to another edition of Oh This Podcast. You get the hockey announcer, <laughs> you get the Spanish goal announcer, you get the WWF, like the early Mean Gene announcer, to welcome you to this magical episode because it is our 50th episode. We managed to have our silver anniversary. Is that what it is? I think it is. Mm. Titanium. Titanium. <laughs> No, silver's 25. Gold might be 50. I think it's gold. Yeah, because... Yeah, I don't... I mean, I couldn't fucking tell you, but... It's aluminum. <laughs> it's our <laughs> aluminum anniversary episode. It's, it's the... Uh, what's the... Uh, like, when you buy your class ring, and they make it out of, like, the fake the fake metal or whatever that they... Oh, they, yeah. The, the, like, the cheap bronze one. and copper alloy <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Steve, thank you for being here for our 50th... You know, as I salute you, the Admiral, it's our David <laughs> Robinson episode. Indeed it is. You know. I think Tim Duncan only made his game that much better for the couple of years that he was there, but he was a stellar. He was the most underrated dream teamer, I can have to say. I, I mean, I was a huge David Robinson fan growing up. Um, and, yeah, I mean, there was no way that I was going to let you steer us out of this episode being the David Robinson episode. It could be the Mike Singletary. It could be your goaltender of choice, too. It could know. be Corey Crawford, but... Uh, I would not it, allow that to the, happen. Yeah, it would. I, I much prefer the David Robinson episode. Yes, it's going to be good. Well, thank you for being here. You, you know, you managed to come. We're in the learning annex. We're doing this... Uh, Doing this live, yeah. doing it. Uh, and sent, sent here for detention. Yep, exactly. And <laughs> we just happened to have a podcast breakout. Yep, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's better than fighting. Words over <laughs> words over actions. Or flip that or something like yeah, that. Yeah, science. You love this lovely sunny day that we have today? Oh, it's it's a uh, gorgeous uh, sh- spring you know, Chicago day. I mean, the, the birds are, are, do, are chirping. Birds are presumably. doing something. Yeah, I mean. They're not chirping um, here. They're no, chirping somewhere some, where it's over 35 degrees. And, yeah, and not getting two inches of snow in the middle of april Sucks. in years past this would be a perfect uh weekend or day for dark lord day because it seemed like for a large stretch of time that this was the weather that you just got on dark lord day Absolutely. but fortunately they've decided to move it to may and all is well in the world may the force be with them steve tell all of our fans our lovely lovely fans our oh this podcast uh brethren uh where they can find the show all the information the deeds all the all the things, the stuff, and the, the stuff, the nitty gritties. Um, yeah, check out the, the nitty gritty dirt bands of sorts <laughs> about this. Yes, if you want to find us on the internet, you can go to www.ohthispodcast.com. Not podcast.com. That's not going to get you there. You want to go to ohthispodcast.com. We don't have a 304 redirect for that. <laughs> no, no, we do not. Or it's a 301, but still, no. Well, you know, 301, 304, whatever it takes. Um, but uh, yeah, so you can check us out there. You can also uh, follow us, uh, go and like our page on facebook uh you can also follow us on twitter at oh this podcast 
um, yeah, so you can check out, you can find all of our posts, all our stuff about the episodes, uh, and any other random information that you might want to find. Uh, you can also get us on um, on iTunes. You can check us out on Google Play, uh, wherever you get to your podcast from. We are out there and available. And then if you do want to support the show, we got a number of ways you can do that. You can check them out on the website, and you can also uh, go to our Patreon page and uh, support the effort that is oh this podcast. I love it. I love it. Couldn't have been said any better than anybody else in this room. You know, that's the best thing right there. So um, without further ado, I think we're going to kind of jump into this. We got a we got a short one for you this week. When I say short, it's probably going to be the longest episode <laughs> we've ever done. Um, but we got a two topic one here uh, where we're going to dive into some stuff. We're going to give you the beer of the week here after this. But I'm going to give you our obscure uh, music, Patrick's obscure music selection of the week. And it does have a tie into our first segment that we'll be talking about, and you'll understand it when we talk about this in the near future. But if you haven't done so, go to the go to the Spotify's, go to the iTunes, go to it, search this song by the great lead singer frontman of the former band of White Zombie, none other than the gentleman by the name of Rob Zombie, Robert Zombie, Robert Zombie. I think that was <laughs> his given name. <laughs> you know, it's we're not talking about Dracula. It's not a living dead girl. We're going to be taking and looking for the deep cut of the cover of the Grand Funk band. Uh, was it Grand Funk Railroad? Uh, well, you got to tell me the track. I don't. Well, my my Grand Funk uh, knowledge is not, yeah. uh, not Jefferson Starship. I know how to rock. <laughs> Basically, their our song is going to be the Rob Zombie interpretation of the great classic rock song. We are an American band, so take and do yourself a favor. It rocks and also rolls. Ooh. Uh, it is. It gives you the twofer in that particular thing, but it'll take in like we live in this great America. Not in not, the theme not park, at Six Flags, not America. at the Six Flags, <laughs> Great America, but we'll be talking about more of our national park fun here in a little bit. But before we dive into that, you know, accompaniment of this podcast, you could go listen to that in the background. But Steve, tell us what beer we're drinking. It's an American beer, correct? No, it is not. Okay. We're not drinking an American beer. Uh, today, well, because we have a, a, a very special segment uh, that we're going to be uh, launching here later uh, after our after our first segment about national parks, we're going to no getting, shit really. We're gonna we're gonna be getting into something that is uh, uh, well certainly near and dear to my heart, and uh, Patrick's just going to be along for the ride. But uh, the we're drinking an Austrian beer today. Um, which, Put another <laughs> shrimp on the bobby, <laughs> indeed. Um, so we are drinking uh, Stiegel Goldbrau uh, from a lovely can, a, a wonderful vessel for this uh, this fine Austrian lager, a premium lager, so to speak. Um, but yeah, so this is a uh, Austrian lager. It is, uh, I mean, there's not a whole lot you can say about it. It's yellow. Uh, it's fizzy. It has a. It, it tastes like beer. It's wet. Um, it is a traditional. Uh, the can uh, is aluminum. Yeah, it is a traditional Austrian German style beer. Um, it's very carbonated. Um, it's not my favorite. It's definitely got a little bit of like a grainy kind of meta- metallic, not a metallic finish, but a, a metallic. So they're not going to do like a ten minute long version of Call it's of Cthulhu. It's not an alcoholica. <laughs> no, they're they're not going to be jamming out on Saint Anger or anything with this. But uh, yeah, it's got a little bit of a metallic uh, taste to it. But it's overall, I mean, it is a uh, definitely your uh, most comparable to your American lagers. I guess a little a little bit more full full bodied, um, but uh, not a um, nothing remarkable. It's it's a lager. It's fairly boring, but uh it it does the job. It's uh it's relatively decent. 4.9% alcohol. 
Um, it doesn't get fantastic ratings. Most lagers are not supremely well rated, but uh, it goes yeah. well with prawns. You could pair it with prawns if you were if you so desired. <laughs> um, so Rapier's got it at like sixteen. Uh, it's around a three, I think, on Untapped. Um, and Beer Advocates got it somewhere, and it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, so you could take it <laughs> none and of have this it, matters. You could have it with. You can order it at your Outback Steakhouse. Uh, have a bloomin' onion, your prawns, and you know, <laughs> enjoy your Aus- Austrian beer. Indeed, right? yes. <laughs> and, and, and when you have to go to Europe to get your Fosters, <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. You know, but I hate the Dutch. W- I don't a, even hate the. There Dutch. is a reason. Well, ooh, speaking of Dutch, well, I don't want to. I don't want to give away too much. I may have given away. Those in the know will will have put this whole thing together already. But uh, yeah, the we'll we'll leave it at that. Man, it sounds so Amsterdam that we got to just jump into this particular thing, you know? Yes. Click my wooden shoes and see what we're doing. Um, Our first segment today is like, we're going to take and talk about something here. Uh, We did a talk, I think, God, it was probably episode, it was probably our silver anniversary. It was somewhere between episode one and 49. Yes, where we did our road trips, kind of our national parks of that time, uh, things that we like to do, but like, I think it's it it's time for us to take and do the 2018 edition of that uh of we're going to update road trips uh national parks that we've been to mm-hmm. want to go to um just some experiences there cuz I know I've got a trip coming up there you've done a few that were really interesting I think let's just kind of go on that that let's ruminate on that particular thing Ooh there, ruminate so. that's a good yeah, word you know Yes um I will elaborate and and ruminate on this uh, on this fine topic We'll, we'll spin a cacophony of <laughs> sorts of uh Ooh you know, we are wordsmithing the a, shit out of this episode. A cornucopia of exquisite delight, <laughs> uh, if you want. But yeah, uh, I have been to. Let's see, I've knocked out at least two or three more uh, national parks since we talked last about it. Um, so in and state parks too. State right? parks too. Yeah, a bunch of state parks because uh, they're all over the place in California. But uh, uh, in January, I went to Death Valley, which was. Uh, very to see the undertaker yeah indeed uh, which is very cool because um during that time of year it's it's kind of it's obviously much cooler outside uh so you do not melt when you walk outside of your car so you do um, not experience death in correct. the valley um so and but it's it's not super crowded or anything because it isn't quite wildflower season yet uh, which usually comes like between Usually April or May, but the, around that same time, it's starting to get very hot there, so you don't want to be there. But so that that was really nice, and I actually got to camp um, out there, not in anything um, super exciting. I mean, it's basically just a glorified parking lot, but uh, um, nonetheless, the the stargazing is incredible. Uh, you can see every like any if you if you go and look up, like if you're in a city, like obviously light pollution is a huge a huge issue. Um, but yeah, you're like, oh look, I see the stars, and then it's like it's a totally different thing when you go out somewhere where there's you're literally hundreds of miles away from the next like major source of light. Right, and it's like the cool part about that is like the sky is so black mm-hmm. and dark that it's almost like a midnight blue color. Like you can see it even more clearly. Because you can see those stars, like uh, that's at least what I remember. It's you know, when it, you it get was, it, like when you have your outside of those light pollution. Oh yeah, you could see the light pollution though. You could see in Vegas, like you know, it's I I don't know, a hundred or hundred fifty miles away or so. You can see, you can tell where the light's coming from. 
Interesting. Okay, yeah. so you could still see it. Yeah, but not it's it's very faint. It doesn't make a difference like it does when you're sitting downtown or just driving into right. Vegas where you could see it from like oh, yeah. you basically cross the Nevada border and you start to like you go over that one pass and you mm-hmm. start to see it like yeah, start to light it's, up. Yeah. It's uh it's very cool and you can you can uh uh I mean the the shooting stars and all that stuff. I mean, it's it's the clearest I've ever been. Now I know there's some other parks that are um that have less light pollution. I think Great Basin in Nevada, in northern Nevada, mm-hmm. has a little bit um, uh, better skies for that. But uh, I mean, as far as places I've been so far, it was definitely the uh, uh, that was that was one of the peaks. And then it's too it's cool too because you can see, um, you know, you go out and you know you have the uh, Badwater Basin where everything you know you're 282 feet below sea level and you have all this other. Um, you know, all these other rock formations and uh, kind of badlands and uh, obviously desert. Uh, it's a, it's just a very stark, like drastic environment. Um, it's very, very interesting. It's a, uh, uh, one of the more unique places I think you'd go as far as the national parks, but yeah. You what do. was it, What was the main draw for you to go out there? Like what was the, it was some, was it just because it was close and nearby? It's like close and you could, yeah, scratch them. I mean, we want to go to all the national parks, so scratch yeah. it off, scratch it off the list. But yeah. uh, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't one of those where it's like, oh, this is a chore to have to go there. I mean, it was, I mean, it was a, it was a haul. It was a long drive to, uh, to make it, but, uh, and it's, it's in the middle of nowhere, but I like that. Like, I like to be where people aren't going. Sure. So, um, yeah, it was, it was very interesting. Uh, it gets a little, it gets chilly. Um, I mean, I was comfortable, but, uh, my, my fiance was, was not, <laughs> yeah, she, she was not, uh, thrilled with the, Turn the heat uh, up. Yeah. We, we, I mean, we were, you know, tent camping, we had a decent air mattress. Uh, um, uh, but yeah, it was, it was chilly. It was in the, probably the low forties at night. I mean, that's cold. Like, it was about 70, 75 during the day and then down in the forties at night. Well, even in the summertime, it could get that cold. Not, not to the forties, yeah. but the, the the oh yeah it definitely natural is. part of it being a desert mm-hmm. is like it gets really really hot and it can get really really cold really fast yeah so. and uh the the thing there with um the the temperature at, at night is uh it it wasn't super windy which was a plus but uh yeah it you just feel like that that cool air is just like just saying i don't know if it was because it was uh you know, winter and you're, you're just, or the, because it was warmer during the day and then you feel it just felt colder than it actually was. Probably. Like, yeah. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't Perception so cold. Perception is a weird thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it wasn't like crazy cold, but it, it was too, cause it gets dark so early, like during the winter. So, I mean, it was five thirty, and it's like, Hey, it's pitch black outside or you know, almost <laughs> six o'clock pitch is pitch black. And it's like, okay, now, now what are we yeah, going to do? do for the next five hours before I go to bed? <laughs> <laughs> let's see if i get a cell service signal here yeah right check on those white Sox scores yeah well yeah. i guess it wouldn't be at that no time, it wouldn't even still. wouldn't have even been there at that point i mean there was i don't even think there was well there was still playoff football going on but jesus yeah that was it canadian or american <laughs> yes <laughs> yes okay so death valley was one let's go on your list of your, where you've been because all of mine are future stuff so. okay yeah, then we went to Zion uh, National Park. In Utah? In in the great state of Utah. So it flew into Vegas and then drove. It's like two and a half hours out there. Um, that was also very fun. Uh, we did some hiking out there. Uh, we went to Observation Point, which is one of the more strenuous hikes. 
um, in the park next to like Angels, the Angels Landing, which I, I ref- we were thinking about doing it, but honestly, the amount of people who do it, it's it's a very dang it's it's a dangerous hike. I mean, you're you have like a, a thousand foot fall on one side and like a seven hundred foot fall on the other side. Like if you and you're on a ledge that's like three feet wide. Yeah, that does not sound. Uh, if it, you're exhausted, too. well, it, and it's a tough hike to get there, and people are stupid. And it's like I trust myself to be able to make it, but I don't trust other people to be smart on the trail. Right. Um. So we were like, oh, let's do observation point. Like, and that was cool because you climb up. Um, it's like a very steep climb right at first, but then you get to this middle section that's like in a hanging canyon and it's really cool. Cause like you, you know, you see all the erosion and everything you're walking through. It's very narrow. It's not quite like a, it's not a super narrow, like a slot canyon, but it's narrow enough to the point where it's like, wow, this thing is only like 40, 50 feet wide tops. Wow. Um, so it's, it was, it was very cool. And then you got another really steep hike up to the top, but the views back down are awesome. And the cool thing about Zion is that. Um, for in the during the popular season, we which we went the first weekend that the shuttle service was open. They run a shuttle service that you have to park your car in the town, and then you have to take the shuttle into the park. Now, okay. the the only exception being if is if you have a reservation at the lodge, which is in the in the actual valley. But there's no car traffic, which is awesome. Like there's the the pol- amount of pollution and the amount of like stupid people is. Well, I shouldn't say there's plenty of stupid people, but the but amount of it, stupid drivers reduced. is it's reduced is yeah. drastically reduced. The downside to it is you do have to wait in line for a shuttle. Now, early in the year, like when we went, it wasn't much of a problem. We had to wait, you know, 15, 20 minutes. But when it's the popular season, the lines, uh, from what I've read and from what I've seen, uh, like you'll sit there and wait for an hour just to get on a shuttle bus. And it it doesn't take long to get through the whole like the whole um, area where the shuttles go. Like it's I think they say it's like a forty minute uh, bus ride. Um, but but still, that's two hours before you get into the park. Exactly, if you were to basically drive up there. But I, it makes sense like they do that. Like so, Zion is more of like you park in and then you take and get there and you explore kind of thing. It's not like yeah. a drive through thing. No, I mean, you can't, they won't let you drive your car through there. So um, you take the shuttles and it drops you off at the trailheads. If you want to go on a particular trail, um, you can go into the Narrows, which is the, you know, the river with the, you know, through the canyon. You can actually take it as long as the um, river isn't flowing too quickly. Um, they'll let you, like, you can just walk through it. And it's, uh, that's pretty cool. But we had no desire to do that. They, I think they said the water temperature was like 48 degrees. A little, uh, little, little brisk. I mean, people were doing it. They, you yeah. know, they're in, you know, gators and insulated stuff. But sure, uh, sure, sure. yeah, I had uh, no desire to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I could imagine that that could be the, you know, it's fun to do like once, but if like if you're like leaving kind of thing. Yeah. But if like you then have to hike for that and like you're cold, like it's probably not going to be a good experience. Yeah, but so. we spent a day and a half there. Uh, we knocked out like all the little like the touristy stuff. Or the the easily accessible stuff on like a Saturday. We got there like late morning, um, and then we so we knocked out all that stuff on Saturday until the afternoon, and then the next day we did our hiking, and then um, just kind of caught some of the last stuff, and then went back, got out of the park relatively early. So we because um, traffic they're they're tearing up all the road through the town right outside the park. So it was taking forever to get in and out of the park. Sure, sure, um, sure. Obviously, they're doing it in anticipation of the season being. Uh, busier so they need to get it done now yeah i mean it makes sense to take and do it when you have less people and all that you know instead of taking and doing that any other like magical trips that you guys did uh 
you know, in terms of park wise, like you've done Yosemite a few times. So we did Yosemite. Yeah, that, I got uh, got engaged in Yosemite. Congratulations! <laughs> so, so that's a um, memorable trip. That was yeah. I mean, we I've been there four or five times now, but uh, yeah, we we did that one a few weeks ago. That was that was a plus. You know, that one worked out pretty good. Nice, but, nice, uh, nice. Yeah, the uh, Yosemite is um is fantastic it's just you like that's another great park to visit though if you can if you can swing it go do it in the fall um or in the spring oh in the the summer is absolutely batshit insane um you will wait like yellowstone you will will park and you will wait and you will wait and it's like you will we spent we were cutting through the park um just to give her parents like this was last summer just to give her parents like a you know hey go check this out look how beautiful it is yada 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 and the wait to get into the valley was like three hours jesus that's insane yeah but that means it's like there's a reason that way it is there because like once you get into the valley it's amazing oh it's it's incredible it's one of the most beautiful places on the planet but uh yeah go go check it out either in the spring or in the fall, like the the crowd sizes are drastically reduced, and it's it's great, honestly, because you can you don't have to worry about you know getting from point A to point B. Like you can park your car very easily. Um, yeah, it's a it's a way better setup. That's awesome. That's awesome. Any others that you have on the like the near horizon this summer? Yeah, um, um, new ones that you haven't been to. New ones, yeah, going to uh, Redwood State National Parks um, up in Northern California then olympic national park and which is fun olympic yeah. is cool which it, i've been but uh but she hasn't yeah. so um you got to go up to hurricane ridge yeah it's, we so i drove up part of the way there but it was during the winter when we went so you couldn't get all the way up without chains we weren't gonna mess with that i had a rental car i had a toyota corolla yeah uh, was not uh probably uh properly equipped for that uh that drive um but uh yeah so we're gonna hit that and then um Mount Rainier and then possibly North Cascades. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't been to North Cascades. I've been to uh, Mount Rainier and to Olympic, but I haven't explored enough of Olympic. I've only seen part of it. So there, uh, that'll be a, a decent. Uh, I hope that you are trip. resurrecting your uh, Twilight fan fiction for when you go out to, <laughs> uh, what is it, Forks uh, <laughs> on the Olympic Peninsula, yeah, part of the pack. Uh, that's, on the, uh, that's on the west side, right? Uh, very west side. Yeah, because yeah. I've been to um, Port Angeles. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, very fun. You should also go to the Olympic Game Farm and squim. That's a. I'll tell you about. We could Wait, talk about that for a different the, the day. The Game Farm is that where the like the animal like the drive through zoo? Oh yeah, been there. Fuck yeah, been there. Totally, it's the greatest thing ever. Yep. So, um, but I think they were not open or something, or we chose not to drive through it. Oh, you dude, yeah. you gotta go. Oh yeah, because I had, I know exactly what happened. I had my rental car. It was like muddy as all hell because it was like February, so snow was melting like. And it was just yeah, that's a mess. Not good. <laughs> and I was like, I can't. One, I don't want to drive my rental car through this. And two, like, I am not getting fucking punted by a goddamn buffalo in this rental car and having to deal with that yeah. shit. So yeah, we. I decided. I was like, no, you guys can drive through there, but I'm not going. So I went with my, with my dad, and we drove through during the summertime. There was no snow or anything uh-huh. like that. Uh, my dad was greeted uh, at first by a peacock walking into the bathroom with him <laughs> afterwards, like unsuspectingly. He like, <laughs> my dad goes to take and use the restroom. He comes back, peacock follows him in. <laughs> my dad comes out, the peacock comes out because they have like a petting zoo right there. And then I remember going out to, uh, we drive, started driving through. We bought our uh, complimentary, we bought our loaf of bread okay. to feed the animals yeah. because yeah, yeah. you get to feed the animals. 
And I remember driving through and there was a llama or an alpaca. Uh, <laughs> llama. I, yeah, llama. <laughs> hey, I, and I asked him, como se llama? And I was starting to speak Spanish at him and he didn't like that. So he started to ram the car. <laughs> and then so I started feeding. Like, we keep driving a little bit further and there's a bunch of these like musocks or yaks like okay. walking around too. And I guess I started feeding them the bread and my they were coming a little close. And my dad decided to window lock the my arm outside the window <laughs> while this yak is like licking my arm. <laughs> Finally rolls the window down. I get my arm in the giant yak tongue, the entire length of the window. <laughs> so if I'm not selling this of why you need to go here, this is the, this is the greatest thing. They also have these bears that are like within feet of you mm-hmm. that will do tricks for the bread and all this stuff. And there's just like this like tiny little electric fence of chicken wire <laughs> that's keeping like Bobo the bear from taking a yeah. jump over and mauling your face. <laughs> and it is great. So like definitely put that on your list of Patrick's recommendations <laughs> for Squim Washington. Yeah. So, <laughs> we, we, podcast we, world, you could take put that on there. I don't, you know? Yeah, I don't know if we're going to have to dedicate. You know, we did the, the Seattle, uh, the Patrick's, the real tour of, uh, of Seattle, but I don't know if we'll need to do the real tour of Squim Washington. Dude, that's about it. It's, <laughs> but the Olympic Peninsula is awesome. It it's is. It's pretty fun. It it's nice there. It's, uh, it's a temperate rainforest, which most people don't understand. Like, but it gets so much rain. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. So those are the trips that you got coming up? That's what I got coming up. That's awesome. I, so for me, I was, th- I was thinking back about this, and I haven't had any national parks in a long time. I haven't, had, like, I haven't gone anywhere to it, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to places. And I have a list. Like, I have a trip coming up. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be driving through anything on our uh, reverse Dumb and Dumber trip. We could. We could. But I don't think there's anything that's like on like we're gonna go through the Rockies, we're gonna go through Southern Utah. There's no national park necessarily that we're gonna go through. Right, not not deliberately, but we right. or we would have to we would have to alter route. Yeah. So part of me was uh, just I've decided that this year I'm gonna take and go see, you know, some of this the Western United States that I've loved and go to other parts that I haven't been to and just like go you know explore. And mm-hmm. I'm actually really excited to take in. I, I'm. I'm not sure if Badlands is on the the list yet, but I'll be driving from Chicago out to Montana, northern Montana, and uh, hitting parks and state parks along the way. And it's going to be a really exciting trip. And the parts that I'm excited for are when you get out to the western United States, the mountains just come up out of, you know, there's a point where they just come up. And, like, you get into it and you feel like everything kind of changes. And so, like, for me, the part that I am starting to be really excited about is like it's not a national park, but like once you get into South Dakota, past the Badlands, and you get into mm-hmm. that southwestern part of the state, into the Black Hills. Oh yeah, um, you know that's a state park there. Um, but like not only just seeing Mount Rushmore, I've seen that. Spent a few minutes in Keystone. Literally, we spent a few minutes, yeah. like twelve <laughs> minutes in there. But it's gonna be cool to like go see Iron Horse. But I'm gonna actually spend some time in Deadwood, um, cool. and like going to look through like the western part of the united states or at least that particular thing sure uh then for me like i've always been a fan of yellowstone and it's like it's it's beautiful like but yellowstone is one of three really really unique uh rocky mountain parks that like are in the montana wyoming uh you know kind of rockies there the metroplex the so metroplex <laughs> of non-metropolitan <laughs> regions 
Um, so I'm going to be going through uh, Yellowstone, but I'm going to be like, so I've only done Yellowstone from the West entrance and coming in from West yeah, Yellowstone, from West Yellowstone, going to the lodge, seeing Old Faithful, um, and then driving up through Mammoth Hot Springs uh, to the Gardner entrance, the North entrance. Okay. So this trip that I'm planning, it's going to be, I'm going to basically start in Chicago, get to Rapid City, Rapid City. I'm going to drive through Wyoming. Um, and once I get to Sheridan, I, I don't know if I'm going to stay in Sheridan or not. Depends on, like, I have to, like, plan the waypoints and all this yeah. stuff, you know. I got to set my GTA 5 uh, waypoints, you know, <laughs> so I can get to the right spots. But head right into uh, Yellowstone from Sheridan, Wyoming, instead of coming down the north. So basically go through Cody, Wyoming, uh, the west part uh, or the eastern part of the Rockies there, like, outside of there, through yep. the pass, and exit through... Um, Exit through the northern part of whatchamacallit and stay in Bozeman for the night. Sure. Because that's yeah, yeah. awesome. I love that city. Um, and then the next day is uh, basically ending up uh, in the Flathead Valley, Whitefish, Kalispell um, area, Big Fork. I don't know exactly where yet, but be outside. What about of- Little Fork? Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, little John. Uh, <laughs> but ending up in the, the Glacier National Park, like the yeah. Flathead Valley. Um, and spending a week out in the Glacier National Park area, and I am beyond excited. I just need to make sure, and I'm hoping so much that they've been having record snowfalls. Like it's something about like just large amounts of snow, much to our what we're experiencing right now. Winter weather stays around a long time. You could get snowstorms in end of May, Memorial. Oh yeah, snow. you can get them any point in the year. It right. just depends on what blows through there, like right. how and cold the storm system is. It, exactly. So my main thing is to get up to uh, Glacier and take and go through not only to see like Lake McDonald, like spend several days in the park, sure. Lake McDonald, but I want to get into actually see Logan Pass mm-hmm. and seeing the going to the Sun Road, which um, if you haven't seen or know about going to the Sun Road, it is one of the most spectacular pristine kind of like colorado rocky alpine someone that i was uh watching a youtube video on like equated the whole notion of going through glacier national park as to be like the equivalent of the going through the swiss alps okay it's the american version of the swiss alps and you there's like i think there's even a hotel there there is a chalet there yeah there's a hotel there that takes in has some of the Bavarian style, like people are wearing lederhosen who work there. Um, <laughs> but that's one of the things that's really exciting me because, like, my dad and one of his best friends took a trip to the Great Glacier when they were growing, like when they were in their in their formative years. Formative years, and it was a discovery period for them. Which really, and there has always been a lot lifelong debate if it was a dog or if it was a bear. <laughs> um, and I'm not going to be the one who's going to take and decide that particular thing, but. That was one of the things that they said was one of the most amazing things. And they went up to, you know, northern, they went up into Canada and saw the Can- Canadian Rockies. Sure. Now, it's not an American national park, but at some point in time, I want to go yeah, up to Banff. Like Banff and Lake yeah. Louise and do that. But coming back on this trip, like coming back to Chicago and back to uh, the urban metroplex that we are, um, not going to go through Yellowstone a second time, but I'm going to take and bypass it and go down through teton oh yeah grand then, teton is yeah amazing yeah i have never been i know everybody that says they've gone to teton national park it says is like the most amazing vista that you could ever imagine seeing 
um, Jackson is a great place to go. That's what I'm one of the ones that I'm really excited for. Um, and then hopefully if I have enough time or if I plan it out, like I'll have enough time because I'll find the time to take and do it is actually spend a couple of days like in Deadwood or Custer or mm-hmm. in the Black Hills and then come back home. I think it's going to be like an, an amazing trip in terms of just like relaxation, but the vistas, the views, I don't think I'm going to be doing hiking <laughs> like you guys had. Sure. Uh, there's a lot of bears out there. <laughs> there <still>. are bears, <laughs> uh, grizzly country. Um, and it's also extremely, uh, difficult hikes. So like, yeah, I mean, you're at elevation too. Yeah. Like, so you, you have to factor that in and yeah, there are, there are, I mean, there are easier hikes, but yeah, you could definitely, um, it, it could put some pressure on you. You could get into a, uh, an undesirable situation very fast. So those are my up there. I'm just excited for like the fact that you, You've been inspiring me with all your national park treasures, or not national treasures, but your national Nicholas park Cage. trips. Yep, <laughs> you inspired me to take it, uh, to take and take and look S- at. Speaking of Nicholas Cage, I was just at Alcatraz a few weeks ago, which is a national park, right? <laughs> uh, it's part of the Forest Service. It's a fee area, so you do have to pay to go out there. Golden um, Gate is the national. Yeah, park. I think it's Golden Gate National Recreation Area. Okay, and it's part of that. Okay, see, boom, we got it. Yeah. I mean, I was on the rock. That's awesome. Yeah, it's just expi- like it made me uh, want to take and explore. You know, all the national. Everybody talks about going to Europe. Everybody talks about going to all these other places. But I still always say, like, until you've seen all the the glorious things that our country has, like, you got to look at them too, right? Yeah, I mean, it's there's so much with the with the country being as large as it is. There's so there's so much to see. I mean, that's not to disclude going from other going to other places in the world because there's I mean, just incredible things to to go and visit in other in other countries and other areas. But uh, yeah, I mean, the there we're not we're not hurting for anything. Like we can you right. can go to just about anything you want to see ju- in the continental U.S. Exactly, like that is, and it's wild. Like to to have some like to be able to go like in California, I can go from the highest point in the lower forty eight, and I can go like a hundred and some miles or maybe two hundred miles south of there and be at the lowest point in the you know in North America. Somebody was just digging a giant hole and putting yeah. all the dirt on top of the <laughs> on top of that there. So uh, my man, before we jump on anything, do you have any other national park, state park trip things that you want to talk about? I will I'll give you a tip. Um buy the if you're going to national parks, buy the national parks pass. Um it's just like, also buy it if you want to support it because well, it yeah, supports it. Right? But it also saves you a boatload of money if you're gonna travel to more than like three in a year. Plus they're I don't know how official it is. I think in June they're starting to ramp up the fees for um some of the more popular parks because of the crowding issues. Sure. Um so it's gonna get more and more expensive. So it's like eighty bucks a year to buy the to buy the park the parks pass. We paid for it in going to three parks because they're, they're thirty bucks each. So Dude, there I, you have it. Your money ahead once you go to three. And in California, there's no shortage. Obviously, like if you're elsewhere in the country where there's not as high of a concentration of parks, you'll want to make sure that you have that planned out. But uh, yeah, it's well worth the uh, the investment if you're going to go to several. And it, it gets you into any fee area with the exception of like Alcatraz or sure. a, like any. You got to take a boat to yeah, Alcatraz. Any national forest or any uh, um, other fee area you get, you, you have access to. And it just supports the parks too. Yep, which is pretty cool. I'm just excited to throw on some Tom Petty and just ride kind of through those Thomas Thomas Petty. Yep, exactly. 
But I digress. And now, you know, uh, taking and in, going into our uh, speaking of Europe and and Alpine uh, and Alpine things, we're going to talk about one of uh, Austria's uh, chief exports. <laughs> uh, that being the none other than um, John Connor. Connor, you, you you might say John Connor. You might uh, you might also say uh, John Matrix. Yep. You he could. might uh, jingle all the way to you uh, down the road. I mean, Howard Langston did need to yeah. you know find a Turbo Man doll. Um, yes, because in the spirit of this 50th ep- episode, we wanted to have a a very special segment. Um, and for for our for our I guess it, it's not a birthday, but it's a, it's an anniversary. Um, we wanted to celebrate the all the cinematic joy that Arnold Schwarzenegger has provided to uh, to the world, and uh, we you know we like to debate things on the show. We like to Wait. we like to rank things on the show. Is it cinematic only, or is this television appearances going to be on here? Like not, when he was hosting The Apprentice. No, it's not uh, not television. Okay, we're we're going to stick to cinema for this. And not Governor's, not no. his public. Yeah, service? We're, we're not we're not commenting on his on his political uh, uh, tenure either. This is strictly uh, his his thematic features of 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 screen. Okay. Um, of great cinema. Of great cinema. International acclaim. So we have here, and it, well, you know, Arnold's worked for a long time in the in the film industry. Um, he hasn't quite put out sixty four films to do a full fledged bracket. Um, but we got thirty two that we can work with. Okay, there, he's made more than that, but there are a lot of like so some caveats here. Like there are some credited scenes of, of like him just appearing as himself like we're not counting any of that stuff we're not counting any uncredited um appearances this is strictly uh films that he is in now there were a couple that we that i chopped out uh the selection committee was you know, decided that they weren't worthy of they, making, the they had RPI. to go to the ni yep. they've got to go to the nit of uh of this uh this tournament and if we broadcast that's going to be on your espn <laughs> the ocho version of the Otis podcast <laughs> the nit bracket yeah. of the arnold movies is for deep cuts only yeah but we do have a a, a fantastic tournament lined up here and we are going to be allowing the uh the general public the fans of oh this podcast salute to general public Gen- salute general public this yes. is a major update salute major update um we are going to be uh putting this out there uh with individual matchups for everyone to vote on in the obviously advancing through the tournament to determine what the number one arnold schwarzenegger movie in fact is as decided by oh this podcast and its listeners and or people who just see our Facebook posts and decide to click yeah on a, and vote on something. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the internet on the on the internets. So without further ado, Patrick, let us adjourn into the John Matrix division and let's break down the first the the first set of uh, the matchups and let me reveal to you the one of ones for this for this overall tournament. Okay. Now the committee. For, now is it one of the one of ones? It's the one of ones. The number one overall seed. Number right? one overall seed in the in the tournament. The selection committee. Virginia. Uh, <laughs> no, and it will not go out like Virginia. So help me God. Um, <laughs> but the number one of ones, as determined by the selection, the oh, this podcast selection committee is the fine feature film, starring not only Arnold Schwarzenegger, but one Carl Weathers, one Jesse the Body Ventura, and also a murderous alien we are talking about the movie predator Mm. 
the number one overall seed for this tournament, going up against the terrible Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, Red Sonja. Um, if you haven't seen it, don't bother. <laughs> so one versus eight, Red one, Sonja? So Red Sonja. Then in the, the, the number two seed in, uh, in the John Matrix division is Total Recall, facing off after the more recent Arnold Schwarzenegger film, Aftermath. Um, so you, you, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, your, your three seed, Jingle All the Way. Going up against number six seed collateral damage, Ooh. and then your four or five matchup. That's where he's a sheriff, right? Uh, which one? Collateral damage? Yeah. No, collateral damage. He's a firefighter, but he goes down to South America after his um, was it his wife and his son get blown up by a terrorist, and then he infiltrates the drug cartels and uh goes to and it, to avenge their. Sounds death. like a movie that The Rock was in. Um, no, but. With John Leguizamo is in it. Oh God! No, 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 no! It sounds like a movie that The Rock was in with a giant two by four by four that he started beating people with. Oh, that's uh, Stifler. Is that the Rundown? Yeah, something like Arnold that. Schwarzenegger is in that movie. Really? He's uncredited though, so it didn't make the bracket. See, that's what I'm thinking of. That's the collateral damage <laughs> that I have in my brain. But yes, collateral damage, and then the the intriguing matchup, the four fives. Um, so you have n- number four seed Eraser going up oh. against number five seed Terminator Three. Vanessa Williams, Eraser. Eraser is a uh, is. I mean, it's got James Con in it. I think as well. Yeah, James Con is the bad guy. Laser shooting, like it's got a giant gun that shoots laser bullets through. It's houses. the uh, yeah the rail gun. EMP <laughs> rail gun. <laughs> the the mobile rail gun, which is the best because you know, th- I mean, rail guns exist. They're mounted on fucking warships. Right. Not this one. They've got this bad boy down to assault rifle size. Yep, yep. It's awesome. It's like the <laughs> it also first has a scope that sees through houses. You know, it, which, came, it came out like the time when cell phones first came out. So ninety six. Like we I had a mounted cell mounted <laughs> phone, and we had a cell phone. So it's like, hey, I got an idea for a movie. We could take a mounted gun <laughs> and just make it mobile. If they're doing it with phones, <laughs> they could do it with these things. I think we got something there. You, Put it down on the business idea list. Um, so that is the John Matrix division. Now, keep in mind, you don't have to memorize all these. We will be posting them uh, in the individual matchups and an overall bracket. We'll get that, uh, we'll get that on But if you do well. memorize them, you get a cookie. Yeah, sure. Well, you have to buy the cookie. You have to you, buy it. And we, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, but you, you, and you can pick what kind of cookie it is. <laughs> Look to the cookie. That's, that's the kind of support that this podcast provides. If you don't so, like it, send me a fax. <laughs> So moving on to the Detective John Kimball division, uh, we have <laughs> as our number one seed, the namesake of the division. You, we have Kindergarten Cop. Uh, I'm going to Astoria, uh, Oregon later this summer on my road trip, and I'm most definitely going to be hanging around there because I need to get pictures of all the Arnold Schwarzenegger related, uh, well, the Kindergarten Cop stuff. Also, they filmed the Goonies there, so it, it works out on Heck more than yeah. one level. But. You just got to go make sure you find the correct uh, radio tower to climb, to, <laughs> to hang your stuff To hang on. my lasers on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, stupid that's a, that's kid. A, that's, a solid, that's a solid number one. I like it. So Kindergarten Cop is number one going up against number eight, Hercules in New York. I don't even um, know what that is. Well, Hercules in New York is an interesting film because um, it is very early on in the career, one of his first films. Um, and he's credited, I believe, as Arnold Strongman. Um, and he, <laughs> they the had to spell the Schwarzenegger. They, they had to overdub his uh, voice, 
So there are two versions of the film. They have one of his actual, vo- you know, vocal track, and then they have a edited one with someone overdubbing it. And it's they're both funny, but it's the the premise of Hercules in New York uh, is is out there. Obviously, it's Hercules showing up in New York. But uh, yeah, that that is our eight seed. Going to that one's gonna lose straight away. Oh yeah, I mean th- this this tournament should be pretty. That's chalk no UMBC heavy. for no. this uh, tournament right here. <laughs> um, the another intriguing matchup, the number two seed, which I think is a, is a very strong candidate. Uh, the John John Matrix, Alyssa Milano film, Commando. I like Mint Milano's personally. <laughs> so you, you've got Commando going up against number seven seed Terminator Genesis. Uh, then moving on, number three seed in this in this division, Last Action Hero. Very good soundtrack to that uh, to that fine film. There's uh, ACDC, Megadeth, um, and also terrible one-liners because the whole thing is based on being a terrible action movie. Right, so, exactly. Um, and then going that's going up against number six seed, End of Days. And then you have your four or five matchup, uh, Twins, <laughs> with Danny DeVito. With Danny DeVito. Uh, which is going up against um, this one is going up against. Oh, I'm losing my space. Uh, oh, the fine film that. Well, you can't see this, but we're watching it. It's going up against Pumping Iron. <laughs> see, that's going to be a tough challenge. Like of the John Matrix. No, what division is this? This again? is the no. This is the Detective John Kimball. Okay, uh, division. <laughs> the John Kimball. That 4-5 matchup, I think, is going to be the most hotly contested one. Everything else, I think, is chalk. Personally, you know, if, I, if you call me, you know, Dick Vitale, and I'm <laughs> picking babies, baby. <laughs> uh, that's kind of what I think. Like, Twins is a funny movie, but Pumping Iron is funny in a different movie. Oh, yeah. And like, is that Lou Ferrigno that we're seeing right now? <laughs> it could be Louis Ferrigno's. <laughs> <laughs> so... That is the the Detective John Kimball division. Now we we still have two more divisions, so let's burn let's burn through these so that we uh, aren't doing a three hour podcast. Um, the we number still, one we still got tape. The the number one seed in the it's not a tumor division. It's not a tumor. Is the seminal film Terminator. I like it. Um, I don't think that needs any defense. Uh, going up against 2017 uh, release Killing Gunther. Um, <laughs> I've never heard of that. It's. It got very poor reviews, but I watched the trailer for it, and I was strongly intrigued. Um, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger plays um, a hitman, like the world's greatest hitman, and it's all about these people who are... It's a comedy, like a mockumentary, and they're, it's about this other group of hitmen who are trying to kill him. Interesting. Yeah. and it, So, yeah, it did not get strong reviews, but honestly, there aren't... You know, we're not looking at Academy Award winners here. We're we're just talking about funny and or awesome action movies. So you've got Terminator against Killing Gunther, uh, the number two seed, another very strong uh, candidate here uh, that uh, that could go deep in this tournament. The Running Man could be a number one if I thought of it. it yeah, it's a it's a possibility. So The Running Man going against number seven Red Heat, uh, which Red Heat Arnold plays a Russian and hangs out with uh, Jim Belushi. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. <laughs> it, According it got, to Jim. I, I thought about putting it to a uh, six, uh, but then Jim Belushi was in it, so I moved it to a seven. That makes, <laughs> I mean, the selection, that makes it to a four. The selection, the selection committee. Any Jim Belushi <laughs> movie gets plus three on mine. So know? then moving on, we've got Conan the Barbarian against number six, Sabotage. 
And then we've got the 4-5 matchup, The Last Stand versus number 5, Raw Deal, which has probably one of the best lines in any Arnold movie. Um, not a not a great movie overall, but uh, the line, you should not drink and bake, is a uh, <laughs> is a winner in my book. So because it's, it's a raw deal, it's right? The, it's the number five seed. <laughs> and then going finally to our get to the Choppa division, number one seed, True Lies, going up against number eight, the drama zombie film, Maggie. <laughs> nope. Um, then you've got number two seed. All the, all the two seeds are very strong. Like the ones and twos are, are going to be tough. Like the, there's going to be some serious competition in some of these divisions. But uh, Terminator 2 going up against number seven, Escape Plan, featuring uh, Sylvester Stallone. Um, then we've got uh, number three seed, Batman and Robin, oh, going oh, up oh. against number six seed, The Sixth Day. <laughs> And then wrapping up the bracket with our 4-5 matchup, we have Junior going up against Conan the Destroyer. Okay. So that is the tournament of 32 best Arnold films, and we will be deciding it on the interwebs where these things are best decided, I think. Interesting. So this is going to be like, so how does, how are people going to vote? How is this going to work out? Like, what are we going to, what are we going to look at this before we do our, you know, bracket recap of like topics here yeah so i'll be uh posting them out onto both our uh, facebook page and our uh we'll do them on twitter as well so i'll launch out the matchups it'll be a poll you just click to vote for the the film that you want we'll burn off the matchups and basically the we're gonna narrow it down to our final four so we're gonna we're gonna burn through the you know the, the first couple rounds get it down to the final four and we will have a segment later in the uh the season so to speak uh later in the tournament uh where we will break down the final four we'll have some more philosophical debate possibly about uh, each one of these uh, the films that makes the final four and then we will uh reveal a champion of of course with our perspective and the fan vote to decide that very interesting very interesting stuff so from this analyst perspective, sitting here on the other side of the learning annex, looking at this bracket 100%, you know, I got to give my two cents. You know, we are not going to be like Quicken Loans. If you get a perfect bracket, you do not get like yeah, a million there, bucks. No. There's no deals. But if you do want to take it, have like a tournament bracket for uh, your office pool, you could totally do so. If anyone does that, please share it to uh, to our Facebook page oh, or, or hit, hit one of us up on Twitter or on Facebook because we would love to see that. As long as you do not gamble for that. So. Yeah. Um, I honestly think that, uh, it's going to be a, like from the looking, the, the tournament committee did well in selecting the seeds and seeding them, uh, based upon, you know, strength of schedule, strength RPI. of schedule, uh, box office return. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I think there's, I don't know if there's any slights, definitely no slights in the ones, no slights in the ones. Every two is a strong two. I think. That it's going to be a pretty chalky tournament. I think high seeds are going to win for a long time. You're going to really want to see what comes out of uh, that 4-5 twins pumping iron. Because that could dictate a lot of how this thing particularly goes out there. Because pumping iron comes out. Then you can see that game will probably go. The winner of that would play kindergarten cop. And that dictates a huge, huge thing coming Yeah, it's there. a big matchup. Yeah, so kindergarten cop did not draw a good seed for this particular thing. However, the one that I think has got the easiest way to taking to make it to the finals is the eraser. You think eraser, eraser. is gonna? You think eraser is gonna make it to the finals? 
I think it's got an easier track to the finals uh, than other lower seeds. There is no way. I, I mean, this is my the humble opinion, um, but Predator is not going to lose to Eraser. Now, I mean, now fans may feel otherwise, but I would tell you that those fans are wrong if they think so. That that could be the, <laughs> that, that could be true. I'm just looking at seeds. It is a tournament, though. I I'm mean, crazy things happen. At, I'm just looking at seeds that could take and actually take and make it far from that particular one. Eraser's um, a great candidate. So is Jingle All the Way. Right. Um, the only one that I would think may have been overseeded would have been Batman and Robin because the movie itself was so fucking dog shit. But Arnold's performance in there is equally dog shit, which makes it great. Yes. So I'm intrigued to see how that one plays out. It is. uh, They certainly, uh, you know, they're they're like the Mac entrant to the tournament. Um, They had a great conference schedule. And because of the lines and the uh, ridiculousness of the film, uh, got a got perhaps a higher seed than, uh, you know, someone coming from coming out of a tougher conference. But, uh, you know, that's just uh, sometimes the way the cookie crumbles. You got you still got to play the games and you got to, uh, you know, make your way through the tournament. So, um, you know, you got to some, at some point someone's going to have to overcome some adversity. See, wasn't he also in the Expendables movies? See, he is in the Expendables movies. However, in the first Expendables movie, he's uncredited. And then in the second two, I feel like they're too ensemble directed to call them like a true Arnold movie. Like. He's the lead and almost a lead or a very prominent part of all of these mm-hmm. of all these films. He doesn't become a prominent part of the Expendables really until the second and the third films. And like I said, they're still so ensemble driven that it's not a it's not it's not noticeable. It's enough. not an Arnold movie yeah. versus these are all traditionally Arnold. I mean, you movies. you could argue that Escape Plan isn't fully an Arnold movie. I mean, it's it's definitely. He's right there in the mix, and it's centered on Stallone, but he's still in it enough to I I warrant that one higher than because you have so much more to compete with in the Expendables movies. There's you know you got fucking Chuck Norris showing up in, right. in the in the Expendables movies, like um and I, I use that because I just watched Dodgeball the other night. But <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Norris, um, but uh, yeah, so like that in a in another bracket. It's entirely possible that they, you know, in a in a different season with a different uh, set of opponents, they may have, you know, one of those may have made uh, the tournament, but uh, the the committee didn't see their uh, their schedule is strong enough. Nice. Now, one last question that I have for you as the tournament chair, uh, head of the selection committee, uh, driver of the Winnebago, lead singer of the band, which Conan movie do you think is going to take and perform strongest? I think Conan the Barbarian will. I think that, and that's just my gut. Now, there, you know, the the, the general public may feel otherwise, but uh, that's that's where uh, that's where I'm leaning. But uh, yeah, I tried. You know, we we tried to seed these. So obviously, you don't want all the Terminator movies in one division because they all have different aspects. Um, and if you try to knock them all out, like it's you're going to run it. You're going to have less fun if they're all in the same division. So plus there aren't a lot of sequels on here um, or series movies. So you want to try and split those up. You know, there's Conan and then there's the various Terminators. Kindergarten cop two. kindergarten cop two does not count. Twins two. <laughs> just predator <Twins> squared. <laughs> predator two did not make the cut either. <laughs> okay, good, 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 good. But well, any last rules, regulations, caveats, quid pro quos? No, uh, just uh, you know, go out there and, and vote them up, and uh, this will uh, 
yeah, this this will be probably one of there will be some contentious ones, but remember, it's it's you know, it's about finding the best film, not uh not, you know, vote your conscience. Uh make sure you're 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 really truly dig going down and doing some soul searching and making sure that uh we don't let petty differences get in the way like me telling you that something's wrong cuz I will inevitably tell someone that something is wrong during this. Something is wrong. <laughs> Frog is wrong. Frog is wrong. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Steve, I love this. I love this. We got our short two segment episode in here. Yeah, only an hour or so in. Yeah, right? only a bit, but it's <laughs> like we get into a good get into a good groove, you know. Arnold's still pumping iron. Uh, and we have to have this. witty witty repartee. Yes. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I told you we're wordsmithing. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Teha, uh, annual. Well, this is a tough one here. Steve, take us out. <laughs> yes. By all means, check us out on the internet. Go to www.ohthispodcast.com to check out the show there. You can get, catch all the episodes there as well as on iTunes, on Google Play, uh, your other various podcast providers. We are out there for your listening pleasure. If you want to uh, follow along with what the show's got going on, especially with this uh, fine bracket of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, uh, you can go ahead and uh, follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. We're going to have all, all of our good stuff out there. And then if you want to support us in our, our endeavors of bringing hard-hitting content to your doorstep or to your earbuds or to your headphones, um, yeah, check us out on uh, Patreon or uh, go, to the, go to the website and you can find ways to support us there. I love it. I love it. Do us a favor. Think of us when you're lo- rocking out to We're an American Band by the Obscure <laughs> Music Choice, the Rob Zombie version. I know I'll be rocking it out as I'm taking and driving across this beautiful land to see all these national parks. but. Like always, it is more than a pleasure to take and be here recording for you guys. Steve, thanks for being here. Yes, thank you, my man. Until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Patrick. And we are out. Out.